Hi everyone, I'm Madeline Park, stylist and vintage fashion hound. I believe everything has a story, whether it be clothes or the people that wear them. Currently, our stories may be warped by a world pandemic, but I want to focus on what we can control. So this is Style at Home, a bonus mini-series following season one of Style Stories. I sit at home with older new peers and discover how their life and style are adapting to isolation. Together we address their style at home. Today I'm chatting with Mariam Sadiq, Predicature designer known for her modern tailoring, artful gowns and a naughty but nice fingerprint on her work. Like her designs, Mariam is proudly made in Australia, but it's her Afghan heritage and her mum's larger-than-life style that define the strength and sense of empowerment thread throughout her work and her character. What better way to celebrate Mother's Day than to chat with a strong woman getting her biggest style cues from home. And if you're looking for more than sound and want some sight of the interview, head over to madelinepark.co to view a video version of the podcast. You've described your aesthetic in terms of your design work as modern, architectural and edgy. Um, But as a stylist coming into your showroom, what I've always enjoyed is there's a great sense of contrast so I feel like um when you walk in you can see like black pvc and latex but then there's always these beautiful tailored items and um you know these beautiful elegant uh, embellished dresses um and I that's Mm -hmm. always the fun part about coming to see you so I did a shoot a little while ago with my good friend Georgia Mae Davis and um, and we did a like a latex shoot and I remember pulling from your showroom but like wanting to touch all the like gowns and the embellished pieces at the same time. So um, do you feel like yeah. that sense of contrast is accurate? Yeah, I mean, we, I actually started off doing like, majority um embellishing um and i think i've kind of really gone into my love of architecture and form and and art and all of that so now we've really reduced the the beading and the the hand embellishing to like maybe like 30 percent um and really kind of forming this we we still kind of like um you know have the hand hand touch to it so it's whether it's forming origami kind of like pieces and then hand tacking it and uh, all of that. But yeah, I I think to kind of um, always kind of evolve and always have something kind of new and interesting, you've got to keep kind of pushing your skills. And so you're right, like every time you come in, there'll be something different that we're kind of working on. But, you know, having the embellishing and having that sexy kind of latex, there'll always be that stuff here because I love shiny black things. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> but you also have a lot of beautiful so. white things. So uh, in terms of where yeah. you're at with coronavirus and where we're at in the world at the moment, are you feeling that sense of black and white, that, that like happy, sad kind of contrast or are you fairly even ground? Yeah, it's so funny. 
I, I'm feeling that, yeah, I am feeling that kind of, um, I feel like it's a bit more colourful, like, in terms of what's happening. I think everyone is kind of trying to stay sane and I feel like it's become more colourful. Like, even myself, I wear black every day, but I'm just kind of venturing out and pulling out colour now to just, you know, brighten up my day. And when I say colour, I mean neutrals. I don't mean, like, <laughs> pinks or greens and stuff. But... Yeah. Um, and we had so many um, things cancelled and postponed on our part, not as well as obviously our beautiful brides and clients having to postpone weddings and all of that. But we actually had so much coming up that we can't, had to cancel that we were working on. And we had this beautiful collection that we were working on for Fashion Week that was going to be an explosion of colour just to confuse everyone. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, we've got the most amazing you know mood boards and all my sketches with the colors so I think because I can't show that I think I'm kind of starting to embrace all that with my paintings that I'm doing and with what I'm wearing um yeah. so I feel like I feel like it, I probably wouldn't have done that if this didn't happen I would just have my black uniform um yeah. get shit done but now I'm just kind of embracing all of that color in into the studio I am surrounded by white, but that's our that's our new collection. Yeah, that um, we showed the, in Melbourne. Yeah, right. I would have been in New York right now. <laughs> yeah, you were in London as well. You were supposed to show your collection in London in March. Is that right? Yeah, that was so exciting. I was gonna, um, you know, I was gonna be a jet setter. It's gonna be so fun. Um, but I was supposed to show Capsule 2 in London and we had the most amazing buyers lined up as well and it was going to be great. Um, and then after London, we were supposed to go to New York now uh, and then Fashion Week. So we had like a triple whammy of yeah. exciting stuff. I would have been stressed off my tits and, um, yeah, but good stress. But, yeah, now it's just kind of a time where, you know, we've just had to like, rethink organize and um just keep busy yeah and so are you streaming like because one of the things we've been talking about in the last couple of episodes of um the style at home edition of style stories is that you know people sense decluttering as a means of uh, uh just like almost like a cleansing uh and a cathartic process is that kind of what you're doing or is, is that what you need to do with your business? Because obviously your business would be heavily affected. As you said, cancellation of weddings, big events, you know, none of that's happening. Um, how are you kind of, how are you streamlining the business if, and what, like how are you overcoming the setbacks? Yeah, well, uh, in terms of decluttering, um, because we are on the go and there's never any time to do anything like not even to think because it's always just every day is like a new adventure in here and it's just go 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 um i think the best part about this is um just the decluttering the um organizing of you know even just like the basic like patterns and all of that's been amazing because we're now really kind of um organized for when everything goes back to you know, normal routines to just kill it. Um, but even like cleaning and reorganizing a studio, I wouldn't, you know, normally won't have a chance to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. 
So going back to your style, you're saying that you've been embracing more colour <laughs> um, and that even your new collection's got a lot of colour. There's also this element of naughty, yes. nice in your collections, you know, like there's the sexy girl, but then there's the, just the, you know, the nice, beautiful bride. Um, are you a little bit naughty? I sense that you might be. <laughs> I, I, a lot of people, I think the way they will probably describe me is cheeky. Yeah. I think I am, I am definitely naughty and nice. Um, and I think that's like that. It's funny how you say that it does show in my work because I've got a mix of kind of like a beautiful kind of elegant tailored shoulder. And then I've got a sexy transparent waist. And then we go back to having an opaque skirt, but then I've got a thigh high split. So it's like a bit of this, a bit of that. It's a little fun. I think it's it's really nice to um, hide some things and show th some things without it all kind of popping out and, you know, yeah. so definitely, yeah, that is and a good observation. <laughs> <laughs> Does it come out in your, like what you wear for yourself as well? It, no. <laughs> <laughs> No, I I have been I have been doing some squats, so I am showing off my thunder thighs. Um, but uh, as my ex described me, he um, used to call me Steve Jobs because I literally would just throw on all black everything and just leave, um, and that was my uniform. So, yeah, I, I have been I have been a, been a little bit sexy these days, showing a bit of decolletage um, in my t-shirts. Yeah. Assets, but yeah, no. I think, I think the more I train, which I'm doing now, which um, that's another thing is I always wanted to incorporate some sort of exercise routine in my schedule and I always kind of pushed it back because I never had any time. Um, but now I'm doing boxing, starting Pilates, going for walks, just shit I've never do before. <laughs> yeah, and how's, is that, how's that making you feel? Is it good? Oh, it's great. It's great. So I think once we hit the ground running, I have to somehow remember, you know, what I'm doing and to, to have some sort of routine with exercise because it does yeah. make you feel good. And um, it actually does help in the way you dress as well, because you are a little bit more confident and um, you do want to, you know, show off the good bits. Yeah. I agree. Uh, whenever I don't exercise for a week, I'm like, yeah, I just say, uh, I, I don't, I want to wear things that are a bit more covered up. And even um, if it's not a noticeable difference, it does become that thing. Like you just hold yourself a bit stronger and higher and, and you know, because you can feel the muscles working, can't you? And so it's kind of just like aligns you a little bit. I'll get into my next question. So, we were talking before the interview started about um, the the fact that you've got a, a Afghan. Your parents are from Afghanistan, um, and that that's your heritage. Uh, how does this influence your collections? Um, I think um, it influences my collections in terms of just the way my like thought process. Um, and just what is happening in the world right now and obviously in Afghanistan with, with women. And I'm really passionate about that as well. Um, and I think just 
naturally I create strong shoulders and I always create like a strong woman. And I think that comes out from, you know, my roots of trying to empower women. And obviously uh, my dad, um, he used to always remind us how lucky we are to have been born and raised here. And had we been in Afghanistan, we'd have this and have, you know, just, he used to always just remind us to ensure that, you know, we are grateful for the life that we have here and our opportunities are endless. And so I think I really, really do that with every collection. I, you know, subconsciously just create powerful women and, and even the, the girls that I hired to portray that message, you know, they have to have it in them to be this strong, sexy kind of woman and yeah that that is all stemmed from the heritage so i wouldn't say um you know i take you know our beating and all of that that kind of just comes through but it's more so the feeling and the mood is um definitely related to the heritage yeah and so that's strong sexy female do you would you define yourself that way i think i'm a little strong yeah <laughs> um you know, as you age, you do become stronger and stronger and experiences, you know, really, really enhance that, um, you know, just, yeah, life and experience really just makes you the woman you are. And um, yeah, the way you kind of handle shit when, you know, everything goes to, to shit. I think that's when you actually realize, fuck, I'm like really strong, that I can handle this and keep going and I think that that defines a woman how they carry themselves in you know heated moments and yeah I think that's are, important are you finding you have to draw on that strength at the moment uh, with some of the setbacks we've already talked about yeah definitely I feel I feel like I am uh, you know a, a counsellor to all my brides clients friends friends in the industry I feel like I'm no longer a designer. I'm, I'm more of a counsellor, and I and I actually take pride in in doing that. And I think it's important right now. It's important to really nurture people's minds as well, as well as your own. And I've been doing that by painting. You know, it's like therapeutic for me. But I think right now, you know, the concern is to make sure everyone's mental health is on track, and you know, they don't feel lost or sidetracked, and they still feel motivated and that's you know thankfully thank god for some reason naturally i can keep myself motivated and inspired and i have you know the strength to kind of go on and i just always want to ensure that everyone around me has that same sort of strength and um yeah whatever i need to do to get that out of them i, I try and do that yeah i want to get back to to you in a minute but um in speak, talking of strong, nurturing women, uh, I know in a previous interview, you've kind of described your mum as quite a big character. Is that correct? Yes, yes. She's, she's the boss.com. She, she wore <laughs> the pants. In the I was always scared of her growing up as a teenager. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. She, she has a big style too. Oh yeah, she's super loud. Her hair's like up to here and yeah, it's always, there's always like, you know, 
bird. It's like a bird cage. No, she's. It's really funny because she's she's got such a loud style, but she's such an elegant, refined kind of woman. So, I think her style just kind of shows the inner, her inner. I don't know wildness. Yeah, yeah. she really, she really is quite. She, you know, and I think with her style as well. Um, she does love a good, you know, suit and a shoulder and like a statement piece. And I used to, growing up, I used to think she's too much with all, all of this stuff. And, and now when I look at it, I'm like, actually, you know, looking at that, the OTT, more is more vibe, I'm obsessed with now. So Yeah. <laughs> and you don't notice that growing up. It just, you know, all of that stuff becomes a part of you and, and you just learn to appreciate it as you grow older and you realize how much you love it. Like our, our home growing up, there was like, she, cause she's obsessed with antiques. And so there was like, we had these like antique um, chairs um, from Egypt, that King Farouk and it's like, whatever carrot gold. And I was like, what is this crap? But no, it's all, all that, you know, there's like gold and all that stuff. It's all kind of coming into to play when I do like shoots and you know when I appreciate art and all of that is is from the childhood. Yeah it's incredible isn't it because um that's one of the things that I love about this podcast and you know in the original series before kind of COVID hit it really is exploring all those influences in people and how they bring that out in their creative work and you know even now like I look at photos of my mum and I go, shit, that's why I love a white dress so much because mum, like there's this one, you know, photo of my mum in a, she was christening one of us and she's in this beautiful white dress and lo and behold, when I christened my daughter, I chose a beautiful white dress in a very similar shape and I don't, I know I didn't even realise it at the time, but it's like, you know, it's all these like visual kind of connection yeah, kind of, yeah ingrained in you yeah yeah it's, yeah it's really interesting and I think times like this people are really really reflecting um you know they've got the time and they're just really reflecting on who they are what they did what they've achieved and you know you know ex exploring that as well so yeah um I'd love to see a picture of your mom <laughs> <laughs> Sounds. <laughs> yeah, that's um, um, but there that, are the occasional like cheeky kind of um, photos that I do with my mom on my Instagram. Okay, um, and she she loves a Mariam Sadiq blazer, so um, yeah, yeah she Good. she'll be wearing it before I do, and it's like I can't wear the same thing. <laughs> so yeah, she whole wardrobe of it. Um. So we've gone from the naughty, let's go to the nice. Um, yeah. And, and going back to Was what you part of the naughty? Because she does have a naughty side to her that nobody sees. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. So you get that from her then? I would say so. But my dad was really cheeky as well. I would say more so. Like, he was very, very cheeky. Yeah. I think that's like a memorable part of him. He was very cheeky. and But he was very, like, black and white as well. And a lot of people have said that I'm very, um, you know, very direct and black and white as well, but in a good way. He was, he was a bit much, but yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so, but 
I know that in terms of uh, you talking about like nurturing people and being that counsellor, um, one of the things that I've, I've been really impressed with is how you, uh, you were like one of the first people to get on board in terms of supporting the creative community when all of, um, you know, the lockdown happened and, you know, we're all kind of starting to feel the ramifications of everything. Uh, and people might not know that you've set up these workshops these uh, for people in the industry to connect and to help continuing their work. And you've been the real um, driver of that. So can you give us just a bit more insight into what those workshops are looking like and, and what the kind of outcomes of those have been? Yeah, well, um, it all kind of um, started when I, you know, I was flicking through Insta stories and I was seeing, you know, a lot of friends in the industry and, um, uh, you know, colleagues and, uh, you know, they all kind of seemed a little lost and um, and it was interesting to see the mix of the, the senior, the juniors and, you know, the, the emerging kind of um, small businesses, creatives and all of that. So. I wanted to, you know, having worked with all these people and I wanted to really just create an environment where everyone kind of came together and not necessarily kind of talk about business as such, but, you know, just somewhere where they can express their, you know, feelings and have like a, an outlet to share what they're feeling with people in the same kind of um, industry in the same kind of boat as them. And it was interesting to see how um how many people really um you know were part of these meetings and um having them weekly it kind of um had something for them to look forward to um in in in, in this kind of shitty time which was good and then um we had some fantastic professionals jump on board and really um do one-on-one -on -one, um sessions with the small businesses and creatives and um, really help create solutions for their business. And there is, there is no rules now as well with businesses because there's never been this crisis before. So everything had to be customized and created for these um, individuals. And um, yeah, it's just nice to come together um, and help people. Yeah, there was a lot of lost uh, creatives and I think keeping them inspired and, and also just to um, let them know that you're feeling the same. It's really reassuring, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We so still you, conduct the meetings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good on you for doing that. Um, in terms of inspiration, you, you mentioned before that you're, you know, you're, you're creating art and you're doing a lot of artwork to keep you kind of nourished and inspired. Are you, what else are you using as inspiration at the moment? Um, oh, well, any chance I, I got, I used to, you know, check out to see what, um, you know, what art gallery was showing what, and that was my getaway and my kind of source of inspiration. So I think definitely Art is a big form of inspiration, music, and um, I barely get a chance to read, so now I'm reading as well. Um, but those those are my main things. What kind of um, I hardly watch TV, so I've downloaded some stuff on Netflix. <laughs> film, film is amazing. 
sorry. What, what was that? Of, what kind of music are you into? Into a weird mix of um, like jazz. I'm into trip hop. Have you heard of trip hop? <laughs> I'm so not cool enough. Um, I'm into um, trip hop. Probably have to Google that. It's hard to explain, but um, yeah, that's what I'm into. Old school R&B is always a vibe as well. <laughs> and are you reading at the moment? I do love reading, um, you know, inspiring, um, kind of real deep, deep stuff, you know, just to stimulate the mind. So if I do read, it has to be deep and has to keep me, um, you know, wanting to turn the pages because I do get distracted easily and I do get bored easily so these are the problems so if it doesn't if it doesn't get me within the first two three pages I'm throwing it out what's a a good deep book that you've read that you know suits you and um I did read um how what's that the art of not giving a fuck by Mark whatever that was really good yeah It, it was like um it was like the way he wrote it was real um, informative, but it was also still really casual. It was almost like a friend kind of writing it and you're reading it because he was so, he, he, had, he was a little ghetto in it as well, which I liked. Yeah. So, yeah. What's, the, what's your main take out of the art of not giving a fuck? It's funny because I am the kind of person that doesn't give a fuck and I'm always that annoyingly positive person. So for me, it was pretty much what I do anyway, but it was, it was cool to see that that was, that's his theory. And, um, it, it, and I think that book will definitely help a lot of people. So I think it's like not to sweat the small stuff and you know, all of that. Yeah. So, um, in terms of where we are right now, one one of the things I've been asking people is what are they treasuring? You know, like if, if we've gone through a process of decluttering, what are we holding on to and what are we keeping um, like keeping close to us, especially in terms of what we wear as a symbol of us or our style? What are you treasuring at the moment? Basically, I think um, I think style is is key and what you wear is key but I think um me myself and I what I'm actually um treasuring is the inner kind of health and I think this time has really kind of taught me to sleep eat exercise and all that and I think no matter what you kind of put on I think if you don't have that like inner glow that kind of um you know that freshness I don't think anything you know it just really elevates the way you look is that you know kind of having that serene kind of mind the freshness um and just yeah I think it's like that inner inner glow and that inner yeah you think that inner glow is coming out in your desire for color I think so I think um I think I'm vibing a bit of color uh you know like Yeezy neutrals and I think you know I'm slowly starting to embrace that I think because black is such a fashion color you know you see everyone in black it's just so safe and when you go to all the fashion events everyone's just wearing black and yeah it looks shit hot and I, I'm obsessed with black it might you know all my furniture's black um but I think there's just something beautiful about putting on a crisp white shirt or a bit of color it just makes you feel good vibes yeah. and I'm starting to 
say all that. But I am, I will revert back to Steve Jobs when I do get busy. <laughs> and also when I'm working with clients and brides, I think when I wear black, the focus is kind of off me and that's what it's all about. It's about them and what they're kind of wearing. Um, so it's almost kind of like something that's not distracting. And um, when you're really busy, black is a uniform and it's just, you're always, you can't go wrong with black really. Yeah. But, but yeah, definitely, definitely embracing the color at the moment. And my and, red lip. Yeah, I, I'm loving the red lip. Yeah. You're gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> I Especially hate makeup. So I just, when I put on a little bit of red lipstick, it just does everything else. So, yeah. Uh, and my last question, Mariam, is um, coming out of this what you out of anybody has access to the most beautiful coming out outfits what what are you going to wear as your kind of celebration party piece the next time you can go to a party oh the sexiest suit ever and heels like this high yeah definitely yeah just a real boss boss suit awesome that's fun yeah <laughs> maybe a color let's see let's see how wild i am i'll hold you to it <laughs> uh, thank you so much. It's been awesome. Like most small businesses, Mariam has had to face considerable setbacks during the time of coronavirus, and she claims it's the art of not giving a fuck that is getting her through. Like her collections, though, Mariam is full of contrast, and despite her tough demeanour, she actually does give one big fuck. This girl has single-handedly brought together a whole creative community and nurtured them to find strength in each other, all the time driving things along with an inspiring enthusiasm and that unmistakable infectious giggle. She's also been looking after herself and her business and is channeling her inner glow onto all those postponed brides looking for a little reassurance and a little TLC. It's not surprising then to see that Mariam's cheeky style remains bright and she plans on coming out of this difficult time with strength and preparing for love. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, please go ahead to Apple Podcasts and leave me a rating or a review on why my podcast is your style.